This podcast is a production of Phoenix Media. Explore more episodes of this show and other great shows on the Phoenix Media Podcast Network by visiting phoenixmedia.us. The views expressed do not necessarily represent those of the company or its advertisers and may contain language that's unsuitable for younger listeners. What's up, bees? Hello. Welcome to the Brit on Blast podcast, where we put everything and anything on blast. From business to butt lifts, settle in for a wild ride, bees. Yeah, I'm really excited. What's uh, what's this this week's roundup, Brit? So this week, we've got managing relationships as a workaholic um, for our business on blast segment. And for Brit Happens, we have Adele's 30 album, Gaga and House of Gucci, Kim and Pete. What? All of the things. I know. And I want to talk about the AMAs a little bit too, because I am obsessed with music. It is a love language for me. So, yes. And I love Cardi B, and I know that's controversial. Come for me. (laughs) (laughs) You get a car. You get a car. (laughs) (laughs) I'm lying. Nobody's getting a car. That was like the best line ever. That was hilarious. I loved it. Um, How was your week? Man, this week has been a doozy already. Yep. It's Tuesday? Yep. Question mark? Yeah. So much going on. So tonight we have our biggest, for BLFT, our biggest night of the month. Uh, <laughs> ladies night. You'll be there. Thank God. Ooh, my favorite. Um, and then tomorrow, my husband and I are flying to Dallas for the Thanksgiving weekend. We're going to the Cowboys Raiders game and then spending the, the rest of the weekend just kind of adventuring around. So I'm really excited about that. But like, needless to say, busy AF. Yeah, seriously. I mean, I also love Texas so much and I'm low-key jealous because I would love to go back to Texas. I spent... The majority of like three years, I was there every month. So I can't wait to give you. There's Lucky. some really, really, really good spots that I'm going to send you. Yeah. Like you have to go into Deep Ellum. There's some breweries down in there that are like, oh, yeah, so, so, I've so been good. there. Yeah. Um, and then, and like whiskey bars, that's where I got the um, tattoo, the Astros tattoo that, that oh. I had to get covered up. Yeah. Cause you know, they cheated and the hyena cheated. Right. So, so let's wait. Okay. Not yet. Should we just jump? Do you want to yeah. jump in? Yeah. That? Okay. I mean, so this morning I woke up to a text message from Brit. <laughs> okay. So we're talking about relationships, right? And we, we've been really, after our first pod, we've been really like trying to be extremely prepared and we want to provide you guys with the best possible content. Yep. And so we've been talking back and forth all week and just like really preparing ourselves. So this morning I wake up to a text message and she says she's going to refer to her exes as animal names. Yeah. I mean, as animals, I think that like we can all understand and relate and we know animals. And so I decided that if I have to do this, like, to be honest, I didn't really want to talk about my relationships because like, I don't know, it like is uh, very vulnerable, but we're in the world of vulnerability now in my life. So here we go. I'm literally, my knee just started bouncing so hardcore just now. And I'm relationships are like they make us who we are. So yeah. I'm going to talk about mine. You got to talk about yours. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So here we are. We're going to talk about relationships this week. I'm going to talk about um, my relationships. So in order to protect those people and to also like give you an idea of their personalities, I thought what a great idea to use animals. So the hyena, the reason I picked that name was because that person was very manipulative to me. And I always felt like he was had a smile on his face all the time. And there was always behind the scenes, like a lot of putting me down and treating me poorly. I mean, it was not like both him and his family. They, 
they did so much for me, but it was always like in a way that it, they got something out of it from me. Yeah. And they always made me feel like I was so little. Like it was oh. always like silly Brit, like with her fashion degree. Yeah. And, um, and you like know, they, her little tiny, teeny little business. Yeah, yeah. But like I, meanwhile, I was like paying, you know, and like supporting and creating an environment where like the hyena could go and get like a master's degree and all of these yeah, things. So he sounds awful. So the hyena is very fitting. We don't like the hyena so much. Okay. Um, like peace and prayers to you and yours, but uh, also like you're the hyena. And right. then we have the, that just gave me so much anxiety to talk about that. Like I want to scratch myself. Um, and then we have the puppy. Great guy. Super cute. Like, so not even cute. Like he was great. He was fun. He was sexy. It was a great time. Like, we always were doing fun things. The man is a Peter Pan. Like yeah. he has to grow up and he has to grow into those paws. He's got so much potential, paws. just like not getting there yet. So huge amounts of potential. You're like, we're in the puppy stage. You're you, in the he puppy chewed stage. up my entire apartment, yes. but he's so <laughs> cute. Look at those eyes. <laughs> truly. Yeah, truly. And then I am like, don't want to get like too deep into this. Cause this is like a very, 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 very fresh thing. Like so fresh. Um, but I'm like talking to somebody right now. So we're going to call him the wolf because okay. like the wolf keeps coming up in my. Right. And wolves mean so much to you. We've already <sighs> talked about that. And just, you've always been like attracted to them and you have like a wolf tattoo on your arm. Yeah. I have a wolf tattoo too on my arm. Honestly, I picked the wolf because like I have this phrase on my phone that says like a wolf will never be a pet. And like yeah. he had written a poem about how like. So he cool. like how a wolf will never be a pet. So right. I was like, all right, the in wolf a healthy can be way. It. like in a healthy yeah. way. Yeah. yeah. So, right. which is true. Like you, and that's really what it comes down to with relationships is like, there are two people now that we've established the pets mm -hmm. and they're not pets to be clear, but like, right. They're animal characters. I'm sure I haven't, what would my animal character be? Oh my gosh. I don't even know. I have to think on that, but it, I started thinking like, what would John be? Because, okay, I'm married obviously. So yeah. I have one solid relationship. And I think he would be an eagle because he just soars real high. And wise. And just steady. Yeah. Doesn't fucks around. I, yeah, Okay. He's but, an eagle. But, okay, we're, I don't, I'm not going to call him the eagle. No, no, no. Because I'm just going to refer to him as John. Because <laughs> we know John. We don't need right. to protect John. He's right. doing great things. Okay. Um, so, basically, anyway, I mean, <clears throat> my biggest thing, and this is going to segue into our, like, relationship piece, is that relationships are between two people working towards the same goal. And I think that when you look at when you met people or when you have like met your exes or when you have created friendships with people and you look at those times in your life and then you're like, okay, what's happening with our relationship? Why is it so weird right now? I'd really challenge everybody to say like, okay, but when did I meet this person and what stage of my life was I, was I in? Because mm -hmm. when I met the hyena and the puppy, I was both, both of those times, like I was rage cage Brit. Like, yeah. Party I, girl, fun, loving, easygoing, nothing matters. Nothing matters. I'll drink you under the table, right. whole nine. So, um, so I think that that's like really important to consider, um, as you're like going forward. And I think that, um, I don't know. I just think that like, let's jump into kind of what well, are your thoughts? Yeah. So relationships, like you said, are two people working towards the same goal, but relationships take a ton of work. They take time. They take effort. And I was just thinking about it and going off last week's analogy that I use, like our energy is like a phone battery and there's only so much before we're at 10% and we need to plug it in and recharge. 
Um, so I was thinking about it. Like, let's say we give 70% of our battery to our business that day and then 10% to fitness or something like that. That leaves us with 20%. And if we're giving the rest to relationships, there's not much time left for you. Right. So I think that there's slightly different, um, expectations for different relationships in your life. Um, and so, I mean, like my husband versus my family and friends, and we can get into that. They're like tears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Britt, because this is in your wheelhouse, why the Automobile Museum? I mean, you know, for me, it's about the cars all day long. I love cars. I like old cars, new cars, all the things. For me, the fact that they have the DeLorean here and the Batmobile in the same room is like, it's, it's like, a, it's ha- it makes my heart happy. Um, so that's why for me, but I think for like someone like us, like doing things with all of our friends, like yeah, 160 of our close friends yes. could go to the theater. In any movie that you want, they have so many things to offer. The space camp for your kids, if you want, like need a little break yeah. or you want to look at the cars. Reno's just really lucky to have it. It's one of the biggest collections, I think, in the country, yeah. which is awesome. It's so cool. And the fact that it's here in the biggest little city is like the coolest thing ever. So yeah, grab a bottle of tequila yeah. and come on into the theater. Yes, back to the future. Get all your friends, 160 of them, so the whole town of Reno. So everyone you know. <laughs> and watch a movie. Yep. You can find tickets at the uh, automuseum.org. Yeah. And yeah, that's where, that's where you go get your tickets. Perfect. Fun day. Okay, so I was saying like these relationships in our life are similar to tears. Mm -hmm. And I don't mean that one is more important than the other because to be holistically happy, I think that you need all three. Like your, your significant other, your family, your friends, they all bring so much value to your life. But it's really hard to manage and it's hard to manage. I mean, not just if you're a business owner in general, like any job that you do, if you're a stay at home mom, it's hard to manage relationships. You just don't have time, right? Like Mm -hmm. your battery is dying. Our batteries are just dying all the time. And so just throughout my life, I've always just felt like I was letting people down. Mm -hmm. I have really, really bad ADD. Yeah. I mean, I know you I do you. too. Yeah, I get you. So I, f- I look at a to-do list. I get completely overwhelmed and sometimes paralyzed. Yeah. And then like, I think I like think I have more time than I do. Yep. And then at the end of the day, when I'm like sitting down for dinner, I'm actually thinking of all these things I need to do. So I'm not being present. Yep. Do you feel me? Oh my God. Yeah. So just, I feel like my relationship with John has helped me so much. God, I like, um, <laughs> I love this so much because I honestly like, and just, and I know we're going to talk about, I really want to hear about your tier strategy, but again, like still super new, but we're going through a lot with my grandma right now and she's on hospice. And like, it's been so nice because the wolf has really been like reminding me as I'm there with her that like, just take that time and be present. Right. And then I started doing that in the rest of the areas of my life. And so I'm really excited to hear how you like use that within your tears. I think that Sometimes, you know, like your family is going to need more attention at different times. Yeah. And then your friends are going to need more attention and then your significant other. And like if they all three need the attention at once, that's going to definitely max you out. And maybe you need to draw back from your business a little bit. But like your family needs you right now. You guys are going through an acute essentially crisis. Like, you know, you're going through a loss. And so you need to be there for your family. If that means that you can't be there for 
wolf right now as yeah. much as you want to be, then that's how it is. But it's kind of like you only have so much, so you have to like channel it to where it's needed. Yep. To flow it where it's needed. Um, but I mean, I have a few tips for how I manage my relationships now. That. Um, John has, like I said, I just used to be like I was letting everyone down, and that's a horrible feeling. And I would feel really guilty. Yeah. You ever feel like that? I feel guilty all the time. And what happens is like, and this happened a lot in the past. I would be somewhere with somebody and I would be doing something else, usually business related or like, I think we can all to re- relate to this in a big way. Social media rules my world. Like mm-hmm. it literally runs my business. If I post or don't post on Instagram, well, I flood of our business. When Instagram was down, I was like, wow, I need to rethink my business because I am so heavily dependent on this app. I make so much money off of Instagram. Right. It's stupid. And it's <laughs> like the second And so then I'm like, well, you didn't post it. So then I have guilt about not posting. So then it'll be the end of the day. I realize I didn't post and I'll be, I did it the other night. I was on the phone with the wolf. I don't know how many more fucking times he's going to come up, but, um, I was on the phone and I'm literally like scrolling through Instagram and I had to stop myself and be like, the fuck are you doing? Yeah. Be present. Right. Be on the phone with this person. Right. It doesn't, you don't need to be like looking at photos of other people. You're like taking three seconds to respond. You're like, yeah, that was, you yeah. know, because you're like trying to process what you're looking at yeah. at the same time. Yeah, no, that's that's not good. Yeah, that's really not good. Um, So just like what we were talking about, just channeling your energy. And I mean, I feel like talk or like kind of piggybacking off of last podcast when I said, like, I feel like my self-worth was directly correlated to my productivity for the day. Mm-hmm. And John has completely shifted my mindset on that. He like he has like this inner peace about him. Yeah. This like underlying confidence in this chill factor that has kind of rubbed off on me. It's definitely a God thing because I've only met a handful of people who have it. Yeah. But he's taught me that it's okay to take Sundays off to mm-hmm. prioritize my relationships and to like set aside time. And so on Sundays, those are time. And I like, it's so glorious because I have this peace of mind that all day I can look forward to our date night. We usually go to pizza or a movie or something. Um, stupid, but it's really but it's fun. Not stupid, yeah, but it's fun. It's just like our time to connect, just us, no one else around. Yeah. Um. But obviously, if my family needs me, then we can reschedule or whatever. Yeah. You know. But yeah. Um. So I think just I have like a few tips. I don't know if we should get please into them give now. me the tips. Okay. I need them right now. I'm a, an emotional mess. Honestly, like I'm not gonna lie. I gave myself a full anxiety attack even talking about the three characters because I was like, what the fuck is going on? Well, it's it's hard. a lot. Yeah. It's hard and. Y- I mean, and I'm in an intense time of my life right, right now. So like navigating that has been really weird. Like my grandmother just went on hospice. And so that's yeah. been like really intense There's for a us. There's a lot in lingo. And it's and- holiday season. Like I can't stop. And that's the other thing is like, you know, my grandmother wouldn't want me to stop. Like that, right. yeah, I saw her yesterday and she, I was like, grandma, I got to go. I got to like box up these for the event tomorrow. And she's like, don't you dare stop working on your business. Aww. I'm like, great. I think you're on a lot of drugs, but thank you. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, she's still motivating <laughs> but you, she's right? right? She's but right. She's right. You have, you have been going through a lot. And I think, I mean, most people are going through a lot yeah, throughout their day, truly, especially this time of year. But when living at the same time, you're in this weird time. Yeah. I don't, is that where you are right now? Yeah. I mean, I think the closing happened a little bit before. I mean, mm-hmm. just to like give everybody a roundup. Um, basically like I got out of a relationship about six months ago and he, it ended, that was the puppy with him ghosting me. Like after a year of us being together, he just stopped speaking to me because I basically asked for support. Just because all communication. It was when my grandmother started getting sick and we had a lot of things going on within our family. And so I was like basically saying I needed support. 
And I finally stood up for myself. And that's where I come back to. And like, again, I really want to get to your tips, but that's where I come back to like, what were, what are your goals? Like Mm -hmm. with this person in your relationship, like my best relationship in my life is with my best friend, Jess. Mm -hmm. And I think that with her, our goals are the same. So at the end of the day, she's constantly reminding me that like, we are meant for something better. And like, we want to do more for our community. Same for you. Like Mm -hmm. you provide a mirror to me to say like, okay, our goal is the same. Like we are working to support our community. We're working to make our customers feel really great about themselves Mm -hmm. and to provide a great service. And so when I look to you, I can say like, okay, this feels really healthy. This feels really strong. And I see Britain doing this. So I'm going to switch and adjust too. And you can support me in that way. The same thing goes for Jess. I've never had that from a man in my life. Uh And so it's a little bit different for me. And, um, And I've always been alone. So my thought process, and I've always had to support people. Uh And so my thought process is like, I didn't think there was space for me in that relationship to need support. And then when it hit me that I needed it regardless, that it wasn't going to matter. And I asked for it. He shut down. Are you more comfortable being the person in the relationship, giving, providing the support, providing the Mm -hmm. empathy and some, right? Yeah, because I I think like a lot of people are always like, oh, you're so strong. I get that all the time. Like, so you feel the need to be like the pillar of the relationship, Mm -hmm. let them break down around you and you just provide all the support. Well, and I don't allow myself to be emotional in a relationship specifically with men because I don't like to, I'm really challenging myself to do that. Like, I don't like to be vulnerable or to be emotional. So then I think what happens is like, you know, at the six month to a year mark, all of a sudden I'm like, wait, hold on. I'm a human being and I have emotions and I need somebody to support me or like, this is hard or what always ends up coming back to, you know, you go through seasons in your life where, or at least I do definitely where I'm like rage cage Brit is who I, that's what I call her. Rage cage Brit. She like, (laughs) I like rage. She is a wild one. Like she can drink you under the table. She will dance all night long. Like I am a partier and, um, I feel that I can, I can, have my time. I know. We can get (laughs) down. We can get down. But I mean, at the end of the day, what ends up happening is I don't have the support that I need from the person in the relationship that happened with both the hyena and the puppy. Well, if you put up a front for so long, they don't think that you need it. And so then six months to a year later, when you need it, they're like, wait, this is too much energy. Wait, this is not what I signed up for. And that was really, I think the puppy's feeling was like, I, this isn't what I signed up for. Like you were fun and like adventurous and all of these things. And I am those things, Yeah. but I'm also like a dynamic person. You're a human. And I'm a human. Yeah. And like, I have these other things as well. Right. So I think that, and it's important. And I think that this is a thing that we lack overall is it's important for both people to take responsibility for their role in the relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think that ghosting and then me finding the puppy on hinge dating. Oh my God, that's awful. When I didn't know the relationship was over. Like, I think that that is definitely like. So immature. Yeah. I mean, it truly is the Olivia Rodrigo, like song of like traitor. Like you didn't cheat, but like, did you cheat? But like, are we sure? Like whatever way it ended up being like, you ended up being a traitor to our relationship. Like it is what it is. And so I think that with that whole situation and we'll wrap this up because I don't want to talk about this anymore, but like, I think the big thing there is that I, that ended very weirdly. And Mm -hmm. so it took me because I didn't have any closure. Like I couldn't, I didn't even know the relationship was over. It took me like a minute to get over that. Well, and so during this whole time that you're going through all this, like that's sucking your energy and you're not able to give it to other relationships in your life or your business. Right. Like that's a lot. What you just described 
Right. That's heavy. That's and, a heavy load. And mind you, like, and this is what my dad said, and I love my dad. So a guy has to live up to that. Well, and my <laughs> nice, dad's been Brit. through a lot. You know what I mean? Like yeah. he's been through a lot and he's constantly adjusted to be the best he can be for um, my family. And we've been through a lot as a family. And I think that, and I really, um, I think that the big thing, and now I'm losing my train of thought because I. That's okay. We'll come back and we'll kind of retouch yeah. on this and then we'll give some tips on how to manage your relationship. I love that. Okay, cool. So we had to take a second because this gives me a panic attack. I just want to be very vulnerable and honest with everybody that like talking about my relationships makes me want to curl into a ball and like sit in the corner. You're doing great. It's hard. Yeah. And it it's is. hard to relive it. And you're is. like, oh, that actually happened. It is. And that hurt. Yeah. So bear with me because I am just a human and I am new to emotions and vulnerability. <laughs> welcome. So, yeah. So welcome to the world. <laughs> you're like a puddle on the ground right I, now. I have a friend and he's like, you're experiencing things we all learned in college, but you're like 31. And I'm like, I know because I just like blacked out in my 20s. I was like, just survive. <laughs> just putting up a huge front. Yeah. But what I was trying to say is that my dad, who's such an incredible human, he's owned his own businesses and everything like that. His big thing when I was like really trying to figure out what my next moves were with the puppy was look how much you've done without him. Why would you go back? And my dad was like, which is 100% true. And I think it's different when you're like in the moment and you're thinking, okay, I lost all this stuff. And you always like romanticize the good things that happened. Right. And but I think you're like knee deep in it. So it's hard to see from the outside. And your dad just saw you without him taking these huge strides. Right. And I'm such a black and white person or I have been in the past. And so I think the big thing for me was that like the hyena was clearly bad, like <laughs> clearly bad, like bad. Evil. And whereas the puppy was not bad. He's just broken. He's mm -hmm. a, he's a Peter Pan. And so right. I was like, well, I'll help him. Like I'll make him better. No, 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 no. We don't live that life anymore. Like, and I think this is a big thing that you need to think about. And this goes back to your battery. I don't have time to fix you. Mm -hmm. I am not your therapist. I am your significant other. And I'm here to be a partner with you and right. have a 50, 50 relationship like run side by side, not in front of me and not behind me. Right. And so as like in the last six months, I've been like really, really working hard on my business, which it's been doing really fantastic. I've had all of these incredible relationships, like the one I have with Britain, you look friend. better than ever. Thank I mean, you. you just look healthy. You're yeah. so beautiful. And I'm sure your dad sees Thank you. the whole picture. Right. Without right. the puppy. I don't drink as much. I'm not partying as much. And I think that those are things that you really have to look at. Like, I'm very comfortable with myself it's now. Kind of boring, Britt. Honestly, I can't be very boring <laughs> now. I'm like, last night I went to bed at nine. So well, that's good. Congrats to me. Wow. That's awesome. <laughs> and I think that then you think about when you meet people and like, I don't want to jump the gun on anything, but you know, I met the wolf when I had my shit together. And yeah. I think that that's important to think about too. And that's where I wanted to talk about, think about who you were when you met this person and mm -hmm. if they can align to your goals, because if they can't, then you need to reconsider how much effort you're putting into the relationship Yeah. Mm -hmm. or and if you're going to continue forward. So Give me your tips because now that I've explained that I'm emotionally unstable, which you're we've established. You're not emotionally unstable. You're finally loving yourself and you're meeting someone who at the right time when you love yourself enough that you're able to love someone else at the same time, right? Yeah. You're not completely drained. Let's not use that word though. Well, okay. <laughs> like, like, sorry. I mean, like. Okay. Love yourself like him. I love myself. And you kind of like him. Mm. 
We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I'm happy, Britain. I'm happy. Okay. Whatever I mean, that means. Yeah, that's perfect. I mean, um, just going back to what your dad was saying, like you were taking huge strides in your business because you're able to put more energy towards that and more energy into yourself and it pays off. Right. So I have a few tips on managing relationships because like I said, I'm all, I felt like I was always letting people down around me or always like playing catch up. Like, Oh, I'm so sorry. I didn't get back to you. So some things that I have found that have helped me is to set aside a date and time um, for people in your life. So schedule it into your day. Um, That way you'll know to save some of your battery energy You'll be able to be prepared and plan, and you'll be able to be present when you're with them. You're not going to be doing something else. If you yeah. have it scheduled, you'll know, okay, from 6 to 7, I'm going to dinner with my friend, or from 7 to 8, I'm going to hang out with my husband, Like, and we're just going to talk and yeah. have a conversation, right? Calendar blocking is huge. Yeah, exactly. So schedule the time out. Yeah. I know it sounds silly, but like make time for people. I mean, I schedule, I'll post my calendar. I'm happy to do that of like, I now schedule out my calendar and like, didn't realize the presence that is important within those blocks. But I've been doing that for a long time because I'm like, these things won't get done Mm -hmm. if I don't do them. And like, I still like Sundays are for football. Yeah. I schedule that into the calendar. Good. So that, you know, and you have the peace of mind that you're not supposed to be doing anything else. You're supposed to be watching football and relaxing. Yep. Um, If you can't be there in person, Schedule time to call your friends. Check in, yes. right? Like I do it when I'm warming up on the treadmill and I'm walking or when I'm driving. Um, just check in, get updated on their life. Yep. Let them know that you love them and care about them. Yep. Doesn't necessarily mean you have to be there in person. That is my absolute favorite. And I will say too that this is another thing that I think that like when you're, because I think of like uh, Natalie Mills mm-hmm. and she owns the, she owns Moonlight Lace and she'll call me on her drive. Yes, I love her drive because she like, is living at a ranch far away, but she's also goals. I want to live on a ranch far away. I know it's amazing. Far away, far, far away, far, far away, like 30 minutes from here. Yeah. But I think that that's the key thing is like, and then if I don't pick up, she's not offended. No, she'll just shoot me a text and be like, yo, I was in the car or I'll be like, Hey, I'm in the middle of something. But what I love about her too, is if you call her back and she's not driving, she doesn't answer because she's probably having dinner with her family. Right. Which I love just because yes, exactly. Just because someone like emails you or texts you or calls you it's urgent for them. It doesn't have to be urgent for you. I love that. Right? So yeah. it's okay not to text back right away. Right. Um, another tip, show up for the big things in your family and friends' lives. Yep. Show up, be there, be present. If it's a big deal to your friend and you know that, show up, be yep. there for them. Yep. Regardless of if how you're feeling, you know, these are life moments, huge life moments in their life, be there. It's huge. That is like the biggest. And I am so glad you said that because honestly, like, Imagine like missing your friend's like wedding. Yeah. Like, you just wouldn't do it. Like, I don't know. Or like, even if you're there, but you're not present, like right. be there for that person. Yeah. You have a lot going on in your life. I mean, you have your grandma, you have all these things, but be there for your friend. Right. Be present, shelf what you have going on. Get off and your I'm phone. not saying being fake. No. Just put yourself in her shoes and, you know, yeah. be there. And I mean, for your significant other too. So everybody's problems are relative. And I love this phrase so much. And it was actually the hyena who told it to me. And I remember when he told it to me, I was like, yeah, but you're like a white man living in a rich neighborhood. You grew up in the same house. Like you have no idea what you're talking about. And that was quite frankly, insensitive of me at the time. Mm -hmm. But in hindsight, I was like, I've never lived in, I didn't grow up in the same house. I was in a different house every two years. Like I, we had such 
And at the time, my brother was being diagnosed. I'm like, you have mm. no idea what you're talking about. Like, yeah. you just have no idea. But that is unfair because to him, his experiences seemed so big. Yeah. And my experiences also seemed really big. Right. And in the grand scheme, maybe if you're an outsider looking in, my problems maybe were bigger. But right. that doesn't mean he doesn't feel what he feels. And so right. I love that going into, like, you know, maybe John the biggest thing in the world for him is that you guys watch Yellowstone. I highly doubt that because he's like very incredible human being. He would not, I don't know. But I know what you're saying. Time spent with him is like his love language. So having me to himself, like that is huge. And I used to like be like, oh, so-and-so is going to come with us. Now I know that it's like, no. Right. Right. But so yeah, that it used to be a problem and it seems small. Everyone's like, who cares if they come to dinner with us? But it was a problem for him for us right well and that's that's the important thing is finding out what matters to the person that you're in a relationship with like right and any relationship to your friends or whatever like it's really important to Jess that I see her that when she has an issue that she needs me to speak to that I'm there to support her and like right. listen to her well and you understand that it might not seem like a huge problem in your life you're like Jess you know you got this but all problems are relative right as business owners I think that sometimes because our business is our whole world and we live inside this business, like a small thing, like to what seems like a small thing to other people, like you getting your jars is a huge deal to you. Right. And vice versa. Like when our friends talk about their jobs, right? Like they're like, Oh, my computer died or something. And we're like, okay, it's not the big mm, of a deal, congrats. <laughs> but it, or like one of my employees quit yeah. or whatever. And we're like, okay, not a big deal. Just hire someone else. But to them, in their world, it's a huge problem. Right. So we just have to keep in mind that like everyone's problems are relative, not even just in relationships. But I think as business owners, sometimes I just feel like we run around with our hair on fire all the time. Oh, I can be very insensitive to other people who don't own their own businesses. And I... But that's not right. It's not okay. Like, and even to my mom, I, I, there has been times because my mom's been a, um, uh, like my mom has been a homemaker her entire life. God bless her. Honestly, I look at her and when I was younger, I'd be like, how could she not get a job? How could she not do this? And now I look at her, I'm like, Jesus, Joseph and Mary, I could never do what she, like, she is a queen. I couldn't, I have so, so, so much respect for people who stay home and are raising our youth. I mean, I I hope to do, not maybe not stay home, but I hope to have kids one day. And so. Yeah, same. Okay. And then my last tip really quick, um, communicate. Yeah. If you feel like you're, you're letting someone down, communicate with them. Be honest. If this person loves you and you say, look, I've been so maxed out. This is my busy season. I really miss you. I want to see you, but can we plan time in January or whatever? That's what I've had to say to my friends. My friends are so understanding of me and my schedule. I mean, I, we kind of work an opposite of a nine to five because we work nights and weekends. Yep. Um, and so they understand, but I'm like, let's make a plan. I care about you. I love you. And I want to spend quality time with you. Communicate. People will work around. They'll understand. They'll empathize with you. I love this so, so, so much. Communication is something that I think in addition to like being vulnerable and, and listen, I've always had emotions. They're not like, I don't not have them. They're in there. I just keep them buried. Mm -hmm. And so I think that, and we talked about this on the way in, I'm in, I communication is the number one thing I do now. And I think that, and I love, thank you so much, by the way, to our listeners, by the way, we had 50 downloads. What? What? So excited. (laughs) So excited about that. But we also had some listeners like slide in and they were like, Britt, you're not too much. And I'm like, yeah, yeah. Like, thank you so much for saying that. But I didn't know it for a long time. 
And I think in the last six months, that's the biggest thing that I figured that I have figured out about myself is like, whatever I am, if it's too much or not too much, whatever people want to be in my life can be in my life. I'm just going to keep showing up as exactly who I am and keep telling people what I need from them and what I want from them. If they can't give it to me, then I move to another thing. Like I'm just right. going to pivot. But also like you can be there for them too. Well, and exactly. That's the other thing is really challenging yourself because I think about just going back to the thing with Jess is like, you know, she's a business owner too. And she runs like a huge thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that like for her having to listen to my bullshit all day long and it's, it's probably and the same. It's a give and take. And it's the same cycle of things. But she showed up time and time and time again. Okay, that's a person I'm going to continue to show up for time and time and time again. We're going to, we've put in this, and it, this can go back to John. This can go back to my parents. You're in it together. You're in it together. It's a 50-50 partnership. Like, yep. And you can be transparent. Yep. And there's no judgment. Yep. So. Communication. We, yeah, communication. Um, so we need to talk about Brit on Blast. Yeah. love Brit on Blast. And I thought this was going to be the part of our podcast that I really struggled with because I was like, I don't like pop, pop culture, but in hindsight, I do. I'm finding out that <laughs> Turns I do out, love it. I love, I don't, I don't know if we have to call it pop culture, but I guess that kind of is just like, like it yeah. is the greatest thing ever. So I, well, we um, get so much inspiration, so much for so our f- businesses. Yeah. And for me, like, again, I am music fuels me like my day, everything. Same. The Adele album. Speaking of relationships. Speaking <laughs> of relationships. I mean, that album fully encompassed every piece of a relationship. Like she obviously was going through a divorce when she started writing that. The one with her son. Oh my gosh. His little voice. Okay. I feel like that was, she was being so transparent. She said things like, mommy has big feelings. And oh, I was like, I just got full body chills. Yeah. I mean, her album, it sounds a little different than previous ones. I'm but good with it. Yeah, it's very transparent and you just like feel her raw emotion and who can't relate to that? I mean, I went through all those stages minus the children. Yeah, I mean, I feel like she's hitting on what listeners want. Like Taylor Swift does it the best yeah, ever. Yeah, 100%. Writes lyrics that are very relatable and Adele's doing that. I mean, Easy On Me has been on repeat for me. I love that song so much and I'm getting into her other ones. I mean, I think that that song is a little bit more relatable for me now these yeah. days. But yeah, I mean, it's seriously, I, that podcast, I'm not that podcast, that album is just incredible. I'm so excited. Speaking of another it. album that just came out. Um, Gabby Barrett, it was released this morning and I don't know, did you get a chance to listen to it yet? I haven't. Okay, there, obviously like, um, I hope, which like, I yeah. hope she cheats. Yeah. That one. So I've been cheated on twice, both the hyena and technically so the puppy song, cheated like, on me. Yeah. So I'm like, Oof, that's a good one for me. I like that. Yeah. The songwriting is amazing in that song. Yeah. And and I don't hope she cheats. Like I honestly well wishes because I'm not trying to put any negative energy out in the world. But, but at the same um, time, like feel what I felt. Yeah. Feel what I did. Like I hope somebody puts you in a position that right. makes you understand. And then, sorry, I'm just looking at my phone real quick because this album, I haven't listened to the whole thing yet from Gabby Barrett, but it's called Goldmine. Hmm. Yeah. And so she has There's that. one that's like called Footsteps on the Moon. Yeah. Yeah. Footprints oh my on God. the Moon. That one. Okay. So chills. Good. Yeah. It's about like dreaming big and just doing you and people are going to doubt you no matter what. 
these albums are so vulnerable. And I know I keep bringing up vulnerability, but I think I'm so sick. I think with all of the social media that we have and like all of the things, I'm so sick of this fakeness or like Mm -hmm. just be exactly who you are. And maybe it's because I did it for a while that now I'm like, I am who I am and it is what it is. And so- because the other one she sings that everybody loves so much is the good ones. Yes. One of the good ones. Yes. I the love wolf that thinks song. that's, he loves that song. It was like, he's like, I don't love female country so, artists, but so that clearly he great. identifies with that. Like, no, you should be telling him that it's about him. He yeah. shouldn't be telling you that it's about him. I'm like, you need to settle down. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I think it's cute. And I think it's good that he's like trying to aspire to yeah, being definitely. a good person. I don't even know the wolf. Don't hate me. Okay. The wolf, if you're listening, don't hate me. I don't even know you. I'm excited to meet you though. To be clear, he was the first one to listen to our podcast last week. And this oh. whole experience, has been very like anxiety inducing for me so yeah has he empowered you um yeah he texted me this morning and good I job. I good. forgot about the podcast and he didn't so good good, good call. I like to hear that there's also a song called thank god on there and it's basically about like thank god for all the bad things that happened to me in my life because they all brought me to where I am now oh. so I'm really excited for you to listen to it because it's very inspirational and very Love vulnerable that. and uplifting I cannot wait awesome and good. she's just good she um, is amazing speaking of good voices yeah Gaga, Gaga, Gaga in the Gucci movie. I'm so, I mean, is she, she's so incredibly talented. Like, is it possible for someone to be good at all the things that she is good at? I think as far as role models go, like, let's just look at her. I know. I know. I mean, vocally, I mean, now she's acting. It's her creativity is off the charts. And I think that like. I'm so excited. I haven't watched that movie yet. So is it out out? I don't know if it's out out. I've just read the reviews. Okay. Um, in the Los Angeles Times, they said Lady Gaga brings down the house of Gucci and Ridley Scott's lavish couture clash drama. In Variety said that Lady Gaga and Adam Driver rule in Ridley Scott's transfixing fashion tabloid and they're comparing it to the Godfather. Okay, I'm dying to see this movie. I literally can't wait. And I, Gucci is, so I have a fashion degree and my entire background was like obsessed with fashion. I grew up being obsessed with fashion. I love that. Gucci has been and will always be one of my favorites. Oh, okay. So as designer, I feel like a lot of people are on the same page as you. And I feel like this movie's coming out at the perfect time for Gucci. In 2021, they were, revamped their entire brand in 2014 they got a new ceo Mm -hmm. they got a new creative director um and they brought back the double g i mean how many gucci belts do we i'm guilty i have one i i don't love the g's like because i'm a true like i love the like um the like the artistic piece of the of fashion Mm -hmm. and so for me like gucci has always been like very it's very much my aesthetic, right? Like we just yes. talked about this before the show. Yes, like you have an aesthetic. For I had sure. a pair of black riding boots from them and they just had like Gucci up the back and it, but like not in huge. So I'm excited for them. And I think that like they do the logo in a way that's like very classy. Them and right. St. Laurent are my two favorites. Really? I mm-hmm. love Chanel. I just, yeah. But anyways, so Gucci's obviously at the peak right now. Yeah. And now they're coming out with this movie with Lady Gaga. It's going to be amazing. Um, yeah, I can't wait to watch it. So we'll definitely be covering that for sure. Um, can we jump into the AMAs real quick before oh my gosh, we peace you out? I love Cardi. I love Cardi. I've literally been in a fight with somebody in a bar over Cardi B. Wow. I know. I have a candle certified freak, light for WAP. Yeah, I have that candle. I freak that is one of my favorite ones. It smells good and it's my bestseller. I um 
What I love most about Cardi is that she is exactly who she is. Like, and I think that's like inspirational. And maybe that's why I've been so attracted to her for so long. She is such a great entertainer, Mm -hmm. whether she means to be or not. Mm-hmm. And like the way that she, I genuinely enjoyed watching the AMAs, which I haven't in a long time mm-hmm. because she was the, she like came out first off. She had like six outfit changes, all couture, Love. all couture. In addition, she came out on a bag of Louis Vuitton luggage. Like, and she had a man <laughs> wheel her out, like on the freaking, what is the luggage? You know, the luggage carts yes. at the airport, yes. like a golden one with like Louis Vuitton and she's sitting on it and she gets like wheeled out and she's That's like in so couture. Awesome. So it just was very entertaining. And I'm glad they brought it back to that. I would also like to say, did you watch the Amy's? No, I haven't watched them. Okay. I they look brought, at the outfits, obviously. Of course they brought Brandy. They brought Jojo. I saw Jojo. She's looking good. They brought new kids on the block. Saw that. Like, we literally, I don't know what's happening. I don't know if we're at that weird age where, like, like we're, we've become our parents. Kind of. But I'm like, Brandy, where have you been? I know. Probably living her life. These are real humans. I know. But it's just, like, crazy to me that, like, we're at that age now. Yeah. I'm like, um, are we? There's been enough time for there to be a huge gap and have them come back as, like, this resurgent pop artist. Like, that's sad for us. That means we're old. Right. And I almost wonder because like Cardi B is obsessed with Jojo. Oh. And so I'm like, did she just like. Jojo has like three songs. Jojo has a whole new album and it's fire. Okay. I need to listen to it. Don't come for me on that one. Okay. Okay. I'm just saying, why is Cardi B looking up to Jojo? She has a song called The Man. Like I Um, need a man basically. And like, I'm not trying to fuck around with like young boys. Uh And so that's a really good. But she has like a whole. Yeah. She's like doing. Jojo's like producing music. Okay. And good apparently she's good richer than Cardi B. So. Wow. Good for her. Cardi B. Jokes on me. Her. Jokes on me. Okay. Listen, Paris Hilton, Cardi B. Oh. Let us bring it all the way around. Um, okay. And then, you know, I want to touch on the Kardashians because I'm just like in awe of them. Yeah. I mean, they are, they're a force for sure. I think that like, I'm just curious at this point, I posted this in a lot of our um, follow or listeners. Yeah. Like, so I, much feedback. We had people slide in on yeah. that one. They were like, um, we're upset. What, what's the thing? Like they were upset about MGK. They brought it all the way around. Like the Travis Barker, Pete Davidson, MGK. And I'm at a point right now where I'm like, are we doing this to be blatantly disrespectful to our exes? I don't know. I mean, I feel like Pete is hard to wrap your mind around. I mean, Kim Kardashian and Pete. I can see Travis. He, you know what I mean? And Courtney, like, I, I pictured now. Maybe we're just used, more used to it. Yeah. I'm not sure. Or the rock star is having, like, this revival. Did you see Machine Gun Kelly's um, speech? I love He was him. like, they say that the rock star is dead, but is it? Or something yeah. like that. So, I mean, they're alive and well. I mean, I and I do appreciate that. Like, I do love a rock star. So I'm, I am excited about that personally. I just need Eminem to, like, come out with better music these days because I do love him so much. And I feel like we put him on the back burner. Mm. And then G-Eazy, like, Halsey really outdid you. Yeah. And I love you so much. So if you could just, like, I know you're listening to this, G-Eazy. So pretty if you sexual. could just, like, sort your shit out yeah. and get it together <laughs> and put out another come me, on, myself, G. and I. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I don't know what Kim's doing. Yeah. It's hard to comprehend. He must be funny as fuck. I think, well, we all know that a funny guy can really. Yeah. Make any up guy for that makes you almost laugh. anything. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Which, uh, fatal flaw of women. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. So, I mean, all right. Well, I, I don't know. We don't need to talk about the Kardashians ever again. I just feel like we're going through like a skater boy series. and Right. And I'm I, with it. I just, I don't know. So some crazy relationships there. 
Yeah. But to wrap up, relationships are really, really hard. Yeah. And they take a ton of work. And when you have a business or you have a really busy job, I mean, regardless of where you are in your life, relationships take work. So if much work. there's a relationship in your life that you've done, you know, all this work and you really want to make it work, um, go to therapy. Seriously. I don't think that we should be afraid of that. I, no. I'm a huge proponent of therapy. So keep that in mind. I agree with that. I've been going to therapy myself. And I also would say that like, if you are in a relationship and that was when I realized my relationship with the hyena was over is like, we went to therapy and I realized that even therapy couldn't help us. Yeah. So that's a, that's a good sign. Um, then, you know, to close the door. Mm-hmm. All right. Y'all. So as far as relationships go, be vulnerable, communicate, set time on your schedule um, and put your phone down. Hi. Hello. Especially when you're trying to be with people. And on that, we're going to leave you. Sorry, I just snapped. Christian doesn't like it when we touch things or when we snap. Love you a long time. Uh, Thanks for listening, guys. Yeah, thanks so much. We'll see you next week. All right. Cheers, y'all.